What do you want to talk about? Do you know everything? Are we planning it beforehand or are we letting it happen? No, it's recorded it's recorded now. So It's recorded now? Yeah. But I've just chopped <laughs> that loads was off so the sweet. Uh, I don't know, you ask you ask me. Okay, you tell me. Stuff. What do you think of the Motley Crew film? <laughs> Go straight into that shall we? <laughs> yeah. So disappointed. Um well obviously it'd been going it'd been how long was it that it that they'd said that it was gonna be like because it was like it was at least 10 years in the making wasn't years, it? 12 yeah. or 13 and then years like, yeah. oh Rob Zombie's going to direct it so everyone was like yeah fucking hell that'd be yeah. <laughs> well I think you should have done yeah and then they were like oh yeah this and that and then after all that time after all that waiting they were going to MTV make it they go with Netflix which to be fair Netflix has made Strong some yeah. mint stuff yeah it's also made a lot of shit stuff yeah and um, so it's kind of like 50-50 chance it's going to be mint or it's going to be shit I don't know shit like it's bad on it but the thing is right I've, I don't know. I don't know if I'm too close to it. Yeah. Or, or what? Because I, I had some friends commenting like on my post about it that were like, it was just a bit of fun. But yeah, and like, but I just think that's like, oh, we're making a, we're, we're making a, f- yeah, like we're making, <laughs> <laughs> we're making a film about an '80s heavy metal slash hair metal band, making it like a fun film with like tits and stuff. It's just so like the obvious thing to do. Like like they've been like a joke band for so long. Yeah. This could have been their moment to like yeah. make it like they were dangerous, like people died, like people lives got ruined, like Yeah, because they were fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, people were like on heroin and stuff and instead it was just like a big frat party in wigs. Yeah. Like the bit where um where Nikki Six like dies was like it was just so, it was like a seconds, joke, yeah. Like, and then the, the the guy in the ambulance was like, "I'm not gonna have Nikki Six dying." Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, not everyone was a Motley Crue fan. Like, I appreciate that they were big, but yeah, like, yeah. it probably wasn't like. Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was so dumb. Like, it, it, they could have made it so yeah mint, and I feel like they really missed their chance. And I, like, like the book uh, the book gets a lot of shit, but I feel like the book probably nailed it as, as close yeah. as it ever will because the book's pretty dark in some bits. Yeah. I read it like loads when I was in college because I was like man got like it came apart in the middle <laughs> like you know where the bit where the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. pictures are it just like split and like was proper dog-eared because I used to read it all the time and I remember reading it and just thinking like this is the coolest band in the world and like I think it has to, a lot to do like it's not don't really blame the, like Netflix that much because I think they did the best with what they could like that book came out was it early 2000s probably yeah not the 90s early 2000s and the world was a different place back then and i think to try you couldn't translate some of the things in that book to now because you know things like the me too movement and like you know just general political correctness like that film would have been if they would have done everything that they did in the book can you imagine like the uproar yeah and I feel like that's why they had they felt the need to sneak in like oh we're not horrible misogynistic people <laughs> like having McMahon saying ridiculous things like I happen to respect women like didn't happen <laughs> he was still in Motley Crue you know what I mean like you were in yeah. Motley Crue yeah you know what I mean like and like there was, there was a whole thing where I think it was in the book where like they were all sober and they all thought McMars was being sober but he was drinking pints of vodka. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, he was a massive raging alcoholic. Yeah, and, Like yeah, he yeah. wasn't like they all had like their own kind of like demons. Like obviously, Nikki Sixes was heroin. Like Vince, Vince Mars was say Vince Neils was like sex, and like um, Mick Mars's was like alcoholism. Yeah, like, he was yeah, proper yeah. wrecked all the time. 
he used to get beat up by his missus. Didn't put that put that in in the film because it just would have been too difficult for them to like deal with that. Yeah, um, or like it that in itself would have been such a weird tangent because it's a bit of a happy go lucky film. Yeah, and that's why I feel like. like why like there's so many dark things about that book and about that band like what like i feel like i don't remember vince neil's daughter dying oh yeah skylar that, that was like towards the end of the book when it all started getting really boring yeah, <laughs> but like fucking pamela anderson wasn't even in it she was like the main that was strange yeah that she was like more associated with motley Crue than heather lockley was oh definitely yeah and like i, I thought timeline wise that yeah. she would have been in it as well i appreciate like, they only had like an hour an hour and 40 minutes and i think it would have been so much better if they made it like a, a series and then you could have had all these happy go lucky and like cheery moments but you also could have had like the dark bits yeah you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like and it just to me it was just like it's weird because it's not like they're not, they're they're not afraid to put it out there because like netflix i mean it feels like like obviously the other members of Motley Crue were executive producers on it and they yeah, went no it. stay away from it because like have you seen the the, the OJ Simpson thing on Netflix no I haven't seen it yet it's it is mint, fucking though, isn't it? bananas Sam's watching it. it's, it's amazing. dark as fuck and I'm like OJ Simpson's still alive yeah so they're still like because they, they made another one about the death of um, Gianni Versace yeah 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 which is amazing by the same people right it's bad people make American Horror Story, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's American it's Crime Story. fucking, it's wicked that if you can deal with watch like, it. I was watching it and there's so much bumming in it. I was like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So much and I was like, I'm having to like, make a conscious effort to get past the bumming. It's <laughs> like, just power through the bumming. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really good. But, uh, but both the guys in that, obviously it's about the, the fucking, was actually dying and yeah. the guy, it's not a spoiler because it's in the film, no, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the guy that kills him dies as well. So I'm like, they're the doing these things posthumously where they can pretty much say what they want about yeah, these people. Yeah, but like, I feel like. Basically, we have to wait for Motley Crue to die before the yeah. biopics can come out. But that's what I mean. Like, I think they were a lot more, they were willing to be a lot more honest in the early 2000s. Now that there's all these political movements and like things are seen as wrong and stuff, yeah. they're a lot more shitting themselves because they want to see be seen as these really wholesome, great older guys like these really like you know and obviously a lot of shit has come out as you'll know like michael jackson and you know all yeah. and like there's been a lot of posts if you're going to vilify michael jackson then you need to take a look at elvis presley stephen tyler yeah um, jimmy page i think was one of them right okay yeah or oh, was it jimmy page i don't know no it wasn't jimmy page i'm just like calling jimmy page a pedo anyway and <laughs> uh, but basically like, there's loads of shit like that you know what i mean like people who were like abusing women and like having sex with underage girls and stuff both things that, let's face it, Motley Crue defo did. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, because they're still it's alive... It's that it's not come out. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. and I think they're, like, very, like, aware that mm-hmm. they, like... Just listen to the lyrics of some of the songs. She's only 15. That is literally the first words of one of the songs. Right. Like, so, like, I think they're very aware of that. They don't want to get sucked into that. So they've played it mega safe. They've had too much control with this film. You yeah. can tell it's like an idealised version of each and every character. Yeah. Especially Nicky Six. Maybe we're vomit, to be honest, because I can't really stand him anymore. Like, I used to love him, and now I'm like, oh, he's such a pretentious asshole. So it's funny, I was like, on watching it, and I noticed that, like, one bit he had that, like, really, he's got that really bad, like, bat tattoo, like, in the oh, moon. Yeah. I, I, like, I seen that on the character playing him, yeah. and I just, like, flash back to being 16 and seeing, like, a picture of that and being, like, sick, that tattoo. It's so cool. Like, I think the best actor was the guy who played the manager, you know, the one who got the entertainment or death 
Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like... He's, quite, he's probably the only recognisable actor in it as well. Yeah, and Pete Davidson. but uh, And he wasn't that bad. He, no. used to go, he was he's a comedian. He was going out with Ariana Grande recently. He was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Floppy-eyed yeah, yeah, guy yeah, with the striped top. He played Doc... Not Doc, Doc Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I just think that they had way too much involvement and they said, make me look like this, like put me across like this. So instead yeah. of them going from the books, from the, from a time of them being super honest, yeah. they went from how they want to be seen 20 years after the books come out. Yeah. I mean... And the thing is, is like, I guess when I'm 50, if I was going to make a film about me being 20, I probably would like... You, you have rose-tinted glasses, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I think I don't think I did anything as sinister as, like, crashing a car and killing someone when I was 20. I mean, there's, but. like, a, there's a bit in the dirt where, like, Nikki, Nikki Six is shagging a woman in the cupboard. And, the, yeah, and Tommy and Lee swap. is hidden in the cupboard, and she can't see, and they're swapping it about. And then later on, they hear that this girl's been raped, and they instantly think, oh, my God, it, it, are they on about this? Yeah. And they is. find out that it's not on about that, but then they kind of feel really sick with themselves, and they're like shit, well, we might as well have raped her. Like, it was super bad. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, I think that should have been in the film. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think that's an important character arc. You know what I mean? Like, but it was too dark. It was too scary. Like I said, in the wake of all these allegations and, you know, rock stars being pedos and abusers. They nodded towards it because when yeah. Vincent was shagging that girl right at the start yeah. in the toilet, she's like, which one are you? Because I read that yeah. somebody asked Vince Neil about it and he was like, oh, I don't know why it was in the book. It never happened. Yeah. And then, um, even the whole thing with, like, Tommy Lee wrote about that bit where he punches that woman in the face, calling his mum a cunt, like, and it was written, like, without remorse. And in the film, they made it out like he was so upset that he'd hit her and stuff. Mm. Didn't happen. <laughs> he hit her and then he chucked her off the bus yeah. or whatever. Like, he's sad now. He's, he's sad now. now. Yeah. And why is he sad now? Because he has to be sad now, because otherwise there'll be, like, news things everywhere saying, oh, my God, yeah. Tommy Lee abuser. I don't think that, uh, I think... You're right in saying I don't think it would come out now. I think if you gave that manuscript to a publisher now, they'd be like, fucking yeah. I don't think Motley Crue would have allowed it. They'd be like, fuck, like, we're going to be totally vilified. And like, yeah. I think that film missed its chance. It should have come out like a couple of years after the book came out and it probably would have been a completely different film. I remember hearing about it years ago, like seeing a thing in Kerrang or something and being like, yeah. oh, oh, it's coming out now. That yeah, might actually come out like. Um, but yeah, it's probably missed its time, hasn't it? Like, Simon's, one of Simon's biggest gripes was like, actually a lot of the backgrounding like if you actually look at the background characters in the extras there's absolutely nothing periodical about them at all like of the time really like heather lockley had straight fucking hair she had like big hair it was like really fuzzy yeah. everyone just looked like they could be from any era they just had like plain t-shirts and denim yeah. mini skirts on that could be now yeah you know what i mean and like there was a bit where they got in a fight with a guy with a beard and like a slick back hairdo it's not now you know what yeah, I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just really random and then there'd be like these long shots of like the rainbow or the whiskey but you'd never actually see them like you know what I mean like yeah, you know yeah. how like in big film productions they like they'd cordon off the street they'd like make yeah, they'd actually yeah, film yeah. it there everything looked like it was filmed in a stu- yeah. studio there was one or two shots that of like the rainbow or the whiskey or something that would clearly like stop footage yeah <laughs> that's what I mean Which and everything else you can get else away with like, sometimes if you yeah. like if your style is like that but it was like yeah. I just felt like I deserved a lot more like if you're going to make it about this band and it's been in production for ages invest money and time in it I get that they're not you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I still think that it deserved more. It deserved more honesty and it deserved, like, I don't know, and it just deserved more, I think. I think the, I think the fans deserve more. 
there's just so much that could have been. I think it should have been a mini series, yeah. mini series, and then they could have had the highs and the lows, and the the happy and the sad, and the shocking, and yeah. also the the nice bits. And the way they ended it, they were like, oh, and then it was all happy, and they played for twenty years later. Oh my god, like didn't happen. <laughs> like Pamela Anderson got punched up. Tommy Lee went to jail. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, sex tape came out. Yeah, the like... sex tape came out. Um, that bit with John Karabi and like Vince left, they were just like literally. John Karabi didn't even have any. Well, the actor that was portraying him didn't even have a speaking part. He was just there, and then he was gone, and then it was all fine. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then when they all got back together, they made it up. They were like, "Oh, it's because we're brothers." They fucking hated each other before they broke up. They hated each other when they got back together, and then they hated each other again, which is why Tommy Lee left the band, got replaced by Randy Castillo, Castillo, um, and then he died of cancer. Yeah. And then they got Samantha Maloney from Hall to be the drummer. Right. And then Nikki Six ended up shagging her on the secret behind, his, behind right. his playmate wife, Donna DeRico's back. Like, there's loads of shit that went down, yeah, but they yeah, just yeah. ended it with like, and it was all dead mint. It was not mint. Yeah, it's like such a small part. It felt like it was just about the theatre of pain to her, really. Yeah, and which is the worst bit. Like, they, I feel like they should, either should have made it like... Shout at the devil, too fast for love, like yeah, those yeah, yeah. early like yeah. years, or maybe about like Doctor Feelgood. You know, they all had to get clean, and it was really hard. And then they came back, and that was the best, like commercially, the best yeah, album yeah. they ever made, yeah. the tightest they ever were. But they kind of tried to do too much mm. in like two. Qu- the, the film was like an hour and forty-five minutes long. Yeah, not even fucking two hours long. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so. I know. think the thing is like. And I think this is with like music biopics across the board. The Queen film does this. It's like the like the band like meets and then they play like one or two gigs and then they're like, oh, so a record deal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. And it's like it'll do like a montage of three or four gigs and all of a sudden yeah. they're playing to thousands of people and I'm yeah, like, yeah. S- for me, you've skipped past the meat of that's like... That's the meat, yeah. That, so that's what makes like the struggle so many and the, bands. And the real, like, the real trying. Yeah, you know and the mean? ones like, that have got through and bands that I know that are like massive, like... Because it sounds horrible, but once you've got the record deal and once you've played to thousands of people, it's kind of the beginning of the end of the story. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've hit, you've done it, you've made it, success. It's yeah. only going to go f- fucking down from there, you know what yeah. I mean? The fights, the ego, the jealousy, yeah. the demise, the deaths, the drug addiction. If, That's when, yeah. like, the end kind of be- like begins, really. If you look at a band's career, usually, unless they're, like, they have a spark and they're just, like, after a year or two, like, all of a sudden they, they, they make it big. But generally, like, if you've known about a band for four or five years, they've probably been going for 15. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's those 10 years that creates those last five yeah. that everybody's like loves so much yeah. and all the fucking biopics do it and yeah. I'm like it can't be just me that's just no yeah like I think it's because they can't just appeal to the mega fans they have to appeal even to the lazy fans yeah because yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. The, the money's at you want to yeah. appeal to as many people as possible so the mega fans are going to see it anyway because they're interested in the band yeah. but then you can tempt people who don't really give a shit because they're like oh well I know that one song like um yeah they want to see queen alive yeah like i think it must be really really hard because you're condensing like an entire maybe decades or a decade or like and there's not just one person there's loads of different personalities and you know different songs and stuff but like that's why it should be like at least like a four or five part thing like what i i liked bohemian rhapsody um i wasn't kidding at all it wasn't perfect but i think it was miles above the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I don't really know that many music biopics that I do really like. I don't think any of them have ever got it dead on right. Yeah, fiction ones, I can't think of any. And the, my, 
the thing with the Queen one is that there's like a, I don't know if it's still on there, it came out a while ago, there was like a, a thing on BBC Two, which was like three or four episodes about Queen and yeah. their career, and it's unbelievable. It it's documentary style, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But that's all, like, what's think, that? And I was like, oh. I think they cool. work, and yeah. if you want the fiction and fantasy, then stuff like um, Almost Famous and Rockstar. I really like those films. They get a lot of stick. But, like... It's like, Rockstar it's, the one with Mark Wahlberg, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, well, I'm not even going to say guilty pleasure. It's just a pleasure. But, like, I can see why people think it's ridiculous. But, like, I think that's a well better film than The Dirt. You, know, you could it, get lost in it a little bit more. And, you know, people make, do the soundtrack. Like, that soundtrack's done by Zach Wilde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. It's a bit fun, you know what I mean? But, my, like, you know... My first band used to come and stand up and shout. Stand up and shout. Like, I, I, can, I, I, can, I can play that on drums right now. <laughs> I think I could play that on drums. <laughs> but, um... I if that's on Spotify. It's got to be on Spotify. It is. It's on my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think... Yeah, have that. And then that can be all fun. It's not, like besmirching the good name of a real band that you care about because it's a made-up band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... Yeah, like, I can't... Well, I can't think of any films about no. bands. Reggie says general. The Doors one with Val Kilmer's really good. I've not seen right. it. Right. But uh, Simon was like, oh, it's all right. Reggie Bumps is awesome. The, the main thing that... I think the main thing overall that irked me about The Dirt... I, like, I could forgive, you know, the fact that it's got to be, like sort of bubble gummed out and that it was party times and that Machine Gun Kelly, Gun Kelly kept saying dude I can forgive all of that what I can't forgive it was like 5% music yeah there was like one little bit where Vince Neil does his first audition and they sing Live Wire and then the chick that he's with on the sofa is like oh my god like, oh my they're god, like I amazed I was like um, and then after that there's absolutely nothing to do with the music there's no like what inspired them or like how the songs were received yeah they were a massively influential band with a very influential sound and look and so many people copied them yeah and they had so many beefs with like other bands you know what i mean like yeah they, so a um, lot of people tried to be them afterwards and there was like none of that shown like yeah. you know there was like other than like the whole death of razzle and stuff they, and they had like david lee roth in it for like two seconds which was pretty funny I yeah kind of like that but um there was no like this is how influential they were on the scene. Like this, like their music, like really changed the way that like people yeah. thought about them and stuff. And like it was just very little about the music, everything about the good times. Yeah. And and I think if you're making a film about a band, that's unforgivable. It should be about the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember. I was like well into like glam and stuff. Yeah. And going to um got into one of my drum lessons I was like 15 or 16 and I was like I just like mentioned Motley Crue to my drum teacher because I was like I think I'm going to play like one of their songs and the songs are pretty easy to play on drums in terms of like skill level they're not hard at all yeah yeah and, uh, and he like was talking to me like about Motley Crue and he was like smirking and I, he was trying his hardest to be sincere and be like oh like so that's who you're into and I was like I was like do you think they're a joke like like I was like yeah, we really like Motley Crue, like, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just couldn't get it. And now I'm like... But yeah, that's what I mean. That's why it's such a shame because, like, obviously, I went through a really weird transition listening to Motley Crue. Like, I started off on grunge music, like Screaming Trees, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, mm-hmm. and, like, Mud Honey and stuff. That's what first got me into music. Right. And then I graduated... Obviously, it was the noughties, so of course I graduated to, like, emo music. Yeah. And then everyone kind of, like, 
then moved Stuck on. Around, did not, yeah. Well, yeah, everyone yeah. moved on. Like job for like my best mates wasn't like job for a cowboy okay. and like um you know stuff like Abigail Williams if you remember yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. and like uh, horse the band and all that shit and Shikari and stuff like more kind of like um metalcore scene stuff yeah and for some reason don't ask me why i was like we'll start listening to motley crew <laughs> and start listening to like poison and all this stuff and yeah. just like got into all that stuff and so many people that i knew were like oh my god like why listen to this it's so gay and like i bet like, they're not though like if you actually listen to the songs like they're so mint like they fight people and they shag loads of girls and yeah, like yeah, they yeah, get yeah. so drunk and like obviously like if you don't know about that music you just look at them they just look like men tranny men you know what yeah. i mean like dressed in wigs and lipstick and i thought that this film would be such a great opportunity to show how fucking badass they actually were. Right. They didn't. They were just gimps. <laughs> Further, like, solidifying the fact that they were gimps. Yeah. And I just think it's a shame. I had a lot of love for, like, the, the, the glam lot, like, in the corner of days and stuff, because I went, like, teenage years, like, early, like, school. My sister listened to, like, Nirvana and stuff. I used to, like, borrow her tapes and, like... So I got into like a lot of rock music through my sister, a lot of grunge, and then like Tony Hawk's came out, so I went like a little bit punk, but like not much. And then I, I don't know how I just ended up going down like classic rock. I think most it was, like um, lads do. G- GTA Vice City had um like too young to fall in love. Right. So I told me this. I, I never. I, yeah, I'm not yeah, a gamer, yeah. but he was like, but he said that that's what got him into no that way. kind of music. I I can't think what in particular Motley Crue. I think it was just like hair metal and like extravagant stuff my dad liked van halen yeah. and like and then i kind of like i went to college and i still listened to it but like that's when i got into like emo and like death metal and stuff but just still it like was like held like a nice little piece in my heart so when yeah. i got to Carlos and you and jeff and caught it have like massive hair and that would be like yeah. that i'd be like I'm, I'm with you i've got i've got a fringe and i'm wearing a t-shirt that's like this tight on me <laughs> but i was like I, I'm, I, I'm fi- on your side. I find it funny how those two kind of coincide because I feel like emo in a lot of ways was like the glam of the noughties yeah a lot of men with makeup a lot of like about the hair and the general look and stuff and it was almost the antidote to all this sort of like limp biscuit like new metal like chains and being (laughs) general dirty grebe and then suddenly everyone was like really bothered about their appearance like all the boys had like black nail varnish on and stuff it was like sort of like the the glam of its day yeah yeah definitely and then you know, definitely like bands like Avenged Sevenfold and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like all had like a lot of. Influence. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. They took ma- a lot from. Yeah, like hard rock influences and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I've always been into like varied music, and I'm glad. But I think the reason that I got into them, like I remember, like when you're young, and it's I feel like it's so sad that music doesn't do this anymore. Like I remember seeing a picture of them, and I was like, "Fuck it out!" Like look yeah. at them, they look mental, and like the same way that like. You'd see Marilyn Manson and like you know there was that like rumor at school where like he got his ribs took out yeah, so he yeah, sucked yeah. himself off and like before that there was like before Marilyn Manson obviously there was like Alice Cooper there was Motley Crue uh-huh. Ozzy Osbourne you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. people that generally frightened people that were like otherworldly you know what I mean yeah. people thought are they even human or at what are they and I feel like it's so sad because a lot of that mystery has been removed now yeah like there's not that magical kind of like. <gasps> Yeah, um, I, f- I feel like like music, it's like it's so annoying that it's it's so consumable because it, it, it held like that like magic for me as well. Yeah. And like I was talking to someone the other day about um, like going to Virgin Media, going to Middlesbrough, yeah. right, with your fucking bus fare, yeah, and like being like literally like 
looking at spending like 45 minutes to yeah. an hour in Virgin. Looking at the covers. Looking at CDs, checking how many songs are on the CD yeah. and like. Get your money's worth. Shit, like, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I only know one or two songs off that. And, and sometimes like, they'd be fucking expensive. 17.99 for an album sometimes. It was, was too much for yeah. me. Yeah. It was for too much. Yeah, yeah. 9, 9.99, 12.99 at most. Fine, yeah. For, but, um, and, and being like, this is the one I've chosen. Yeah. And then like, seeing your mates or whatever and then getting on the bus and then like going home and like, opening it on yeah. the bus and if like, it had the words in bonus like read but you can't put it on because you you know like maybe you don't have your cd walking yeah you gotta wait till you get yeah, in yeah and get in you put it in and like hearing the first notes of the opening track and being like okay all right yeah, yeah. see what cracks yeah it was like mint and i feel like now it's just like skip 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 yeah skip. or like oh, oh, you that, don't even need to skip you just type in the the song that you want and then you just have that song and you don't have to go any further with it yeah. and i feel like i don't really know what's going to happen to music i think it's exciting in a way because it's going like completely new av- like avenue but i feel like it's also a very scary time for music yeah. like it's not you can see it in the way that people dress and people are like to me it's like subcultures don't even really exist properly anymore yeah. like even like when you go places like london it's even changing down there mm-hmm. like, oh yeah i used to think yeah, it was yeah. a small town thing but it's not it's everywhere like you know you can get like guns and roses t-shirts and pre-mark and like yeah you know girls that used to pick on me in school have like pink and purple hair and stuff now and it's like yeah. everyone it can be into everything, which in a way is great. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying that everyone should be like a gatekeeper and be like, well, you can't like the band that I like. But like, there was unity like among those groups because you'd be like, all right, we're wearing like the same t-shirt. Like we're of the, a likened mind. Yeah, we yeah, like the yeah. same kind of stuff. And I feel like, I don't know, like because of the way that music comes out, like you can just, you don't have to fully commit. Mm-hmm. You can flirt with a lot, which is good in a way because you can experience lots of different types of music, but you don't have to like yeah. do that thing, that ritual it was of like a culture. Like yeah, it brings yeah. out there's there's a lack of of, of culture yeah. around music. Yeah, like it just exists. I remember doing that. Like I'd look at I'd, I wouldn't know anything about like music or any bands, and I'd just go to, like the metal section for like right, what looks cool. You know what I mean? Like what looks like min. And you know, I'd get, I'd probably have enough money to buy like one a week at most. Yeah, same. Yeah. And like, um, I'd take it home and it'd just be gutting if you picked the wrong one because you did pick the wrong one now and then. Yeah, and you'd be yeah, like, yeah. Only really like two songs. Like, can I take? Is it? Am I allowed to take a CD back? But don't. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then like, but then you would pick the right one more often than not, and it'd be like mint. Like you'd um. Or something come out. Yeah. You'd be like waiting for a CD to come out. Like this is so such a cringy admission because so many people would be like, really, like I bought. <laughs> One of the first albums I bought once I got into like um like rock music was um the used self titled album. Yeah, yeah. And like um I don't know how well you know the album, but like the first Quite song. Well, yeah. You know, maybe memories. Yeah. Like I'd never really properly listened to a song with like screaming in it. Right. And I remember I was about I think I was about thirteen, twelve. And like it just it has like that bit where it's all starting and the guitar starting yeah, and yeah, it starts yeah. like screaming and it was like blew my mind yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking blew my mind and I was like oh my god like my, I could feel like the little things in my brain like snapping <laughs> and like you know I feel like it's really sad that I don't, I don't think like I sound like, like an old man but I'm like I don't think no. kids these days will like experience that you know what I mean yeah it's sad isn't it yeah like, it's really sad I um, I remember my dad has always been like well into music he's got loads of records loads of CDs and stuff and he has I don't know if other people's dads have these things but there's like there's like a tower so there's like a tape deck there's a rack my dad there, still has CD all them player, yeah he's still like has a record player the on the hi-fi. top and it, yeah the hi-fi and um, he'd let us use the tapes because I, I used to make a radio show 
I used to record like songs off the radio and I'd be like, oh, this next song is That's so <laughs> I, Go on, I, I wish I had one. some of these You've got to have them. Oh, yeah. I was like, and I'm saying, I was like, eight or nine. That's amazing. And, um, I thought I'd put it out as a podcast if you do, because it'd be fucking me. Um, but one day he was like, I think you're old enough to like use the CD player. And I was like, oh shit. And he was like, got to be careful. And he like, showed me and he was like, hold it gently. Open the CD, yeah, open like the CD drawer. And he was like, take your pick. And I was like, I like went through for ages and I found the Black Album by Metallica because it had a snake on it and I was That's like, so cool. it's like, that looks cool. I put it on and I remember like putting it in, pressing play and like I'd had it turned up really loud <laughs> and the start of it, the Sandman kicked in like through the headphones and I was like, it was like being transported into yeah, the like, world and if, I was like, oh s- my God, this you heavy like, metal. Yeah, like if you say that to anyone now, they'll just be like, oh yeah, and the Sandman, but like, it was transcendental if you listen to that as like a young kid. I've not heard him like, until that point. Like your you know soul I mean? leaves your body and you're like, yeah. oh, I've just discovered like the new way. I didn't know music could be like that. Yeah, you yeah, I mean? yeah. It just like blows your mind. And I don't know, I, feel, I hope that people still have that experience. But yeah. I feel like people just pick and choose now. So you don't, you're not forced into some of the avenues that you yeah. were forced. Like, I only found out about some bands by literally like had no choice but to buy the album and find out for myself i yeah. couldn't just go on spotify and have a little taster and see if i liked it or not you were fully in with the album or you were fully out yeah, not yeah without yeah, the album yeah, yeah. yeah you know what i mean like i thought my dad like my dad always had like um loads of like record collections and stuff and i, I didn't think any of it was really cool but in later years i went through his um his records like because that's what i do when i go to the house just rifle through his things yeah like and he's got like loads of really cool like rare stuff he's got like loads of like Django reinhardt and like yeah, my dad yeah, listened yeah. like one of the things that i was remember is like, like my dad listened to a lot of like um lead belly and like blues and like all right. jazz shit and stuff like that and that's like his main vibe um and like at the time when i was a kid or when i was in heavy metal i was like it's not cool and now i'm like it's so cool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, my mum always listened to fucking Santana. That's about it in ABBA. <laughs> my mum was like, it's 80s stuff, reminds me of like going to school. But um, yeah, my, my dad's got loads of cool records like that he's not really like that into. Like I remember going through his records before and he had like, um, like Number of the Beast, like first yeah. person. Yeah, and I, was, like, I got that. I was like, you don't like Iron Maiden? And he was like, just give it a test. Well, he was like, yeah, but like, everyone was into what it yeah, made yeah. so I went out and bought it like, I didn't really like it but I'm never like give it away or anything like it's just, I, have, I have Bring Me The Horizons first ever thing yeah yeah and I think that's kind of my version of that <laughs> yeah. I don't know why yeah, I got yeah, it yeah. I didn't really like it I probably I still don't really like them now but I would pick their music now over their music then yeah, it was the yeah, thing yeah, at the yeah. time wasn't it like everyone yeah. was like yeah they have no reflections <laughs> and everyone was like was it, it was that one yeah, with four yeah, songs yeah. on it yeah and it was like that was crazy. Johnny Grant went to see them not long ago, oh, and yeah. um, he said they did. Uh, if you remember, right, he said they did a medley of like the old like no. heavy, heavy shit. That does make. He said like he loved it, and then um, he said like the crowd was just silent. No. Like, they just didn't, and apparently all the sides went. Well, that didn't go down very well. <laughs> like I've never been a big fan. I sort of dipped my toe in the water when I was younger because everyone else was. But by this point, I was already well into my Motley Crue phase, yeah. so there was no hope for me there in that area. <laughs> um, but like, I think they've been incredibly smart about what they're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I said, I'm not a, a big fan or anything. I don't mind them, but like they've adapted really well, and like they're actually probably one of the biggest rock slash metal bands at yeah. the moment which I don't know if that makes me happy or incredibly depressed 
I uh, <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Isn't it? I like him. I think, I, I, and I like a lot of the new stuff. I think, I think some very. I think Oli Sykes is very intelligent and he plays off like he's thick as fuck. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but for me, I'm like, I'm always like, who's the first, barring Blink-182, right, who's the first guy to go, I've got a bit of influence here, let's set up a clothing company. No, Drop right. Dead were the first, like, indie clothing company, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, and it was, like, massive. Like, ev- anyone who was anyone had one of those t-shirts. Yeah, it's like, like a mil- legit millionaire yeah, from yeah, Drop Dead. Like, yeah. Like, um, no, I think I think he's really fucking clever. And I think he deserves to be, when people look back at this time, I think he'll be one of the last real, like, sort of, Kerrang-worthy metal-slash-rock peeps. Yeah, yeah. You know, because, um... Which is kind of sad, because I remember them from when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I put this question on Facebook the other day, and no one could give me, like, a proper answer. I think you might have seen it. Like, it wasn't the other day. It was, like, when I say the other day, could be now, <laughs> could be two years ago. But, like, I said, like, what is, rock-wise, alternative music-wise, the, the guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are the guys? And it's, like, and everyone was, like, oh, well, this guy's getting them. I was, like, no, I'm not saying who do you like or who do you think are the guys. Who are unquestionably the guys? Yeah. Like, and by the guys, I mean like. Remember when like American Idiot came out and Green Day were like yeah. fucking everywhere. You couldn't like move in a supermarket without seeing his fucking little eyeliner face. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. on the front cover, everything was about Green Day, Green Day, Green Day, Green Day. And then after that, it was like My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. The Black Parade, and that was fucking everywhere, and that was like number one and stuff. And then like the only band since them two is probably been Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. And then it's like, but still, they've been doing what they're doing. For quite a while they're Fucking not ages, the band yeah, yeah, yeah. of like they're not this decade's band so who is it and people it's, are saying like oh mastodon and stuff and i'm saying all nah. great bands good yeah, bands yeah, yeah. but they're not when people look back like they're you, like a cultural yeah like yeah. the way you gotta think of it i think is if someone who knew nothing about like my mom could probably tell you who green day are yeah you know what i mean like yeah, who yeah, are yeah, the yeah. band that people who that are inescapable you know what i mean the people mm-hmm. who don't even know will go that band. Yeah. The only one I can think that would come close at the minute is probably the nineteen seventy five. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Sean actually did a nineteen seventy five tattoo today. And they're like a they're essentially like an indie pop band. Yeah. I quite like nineteen seventy five. I know you do. Like, <laughs> um, I don't have any beef for them. It's not really like I like a lot like of type music, but in terms of like a rock band, because even like if you think about like Green Day times and like when American Idiot came out, especially, like they were everywhere but they'll have been like a pop counterpart which is what yeah. the 1975 are essentially yeah so who's you know the I mean? so who's heavier the guy I don't know do you know what I find so like the reason I find it so upsetting is like you know when Sex Pistols came out and stuff like there was a lot of shit going on like Thatcher and all this fucking shit you know mm-hmm. what I mean like um, and then when American Idiot came out you know there was all this was, stuff with yeah, Bush and Bush, stuff yeah, yeah. look at all the shit that's going on today like Brexit you got Trump and stuff and literally music wise no one gives a fucking shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, there, surely... There should be some, like... Yeah, like, surely... Like, gallows style. Yeah, like, like yeah. all this discord and all this, like, shocking shit should be inspiring people, oh, like, man. to write stuff. I mean, even, like... Obviously, we all know I love my chemical romance. Yeah. But, like, Jared Way said that he was inspired to start the band from the Twin Towers. Okay. Getting smashed Didn't up. Know you know that, what yeah. I mean? That was what how the band, like, became to be. Like, a lot of these, like, bands that people just write off as, like, daft, like, emo phases and stuff like that they were like kind of secretly politically like inspired yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and i think like there's so much shit going on now and i'm like where's like, the what yeah, like yeah, yeah. who why why aren't you writing about this stuff it's a good point that i've not thought it's of just that. really mad like yeah. it's probably like 
the social and economic climate, like, there's so much shit going on, yeah. and no one, no one's kind of talking about it. It's funny, I remember reading the thing in The Guardian, a while ago, I don't know why I was reading The Guardian, don't, don't even read the paper, but, it was, and it was basically saying that, like, when bands like, remember Travis? Yeah. When bands like Travis are around, right, you know that the economy is going to be all right because everything's fucking plain sailing, like yeah. dead boring, dead blank because everyone's just chilling, everyone's dead <laughs> yeah. not really bothered. They might go to Glastonbury, yeah. they might not. Yeah. Whereas like shit's going to go downhill when bands like Gallows yeah. are, are around and like they, I mean that Gallows is, is a different time. That was ten years ago. No, yeah, but so no. You're right. There should no. be like like amazing look how bands. yeah like, there should be something, but like I think get a little bit deep here but like everything's turned inwards now like people don't it's so bad that people don't want to think about it so everything's selfies instagram like everyone's turning it in on themselves which is mm. why you get all this sort of like like apathetic mumble rap and stuff and sad boy like you know people yeah. like there's because of all the cross-cultural stuff it's all about this sort of like i've got all the money i've got all the bitches and it's like really weird the only thing that i can think of that comes close to like like you know speaking politically and um you know about getting angry and pissed off about stuff unfortunately it's not metal or rock anymore it's stuff like tyler the creator and yeah. childish gambino you know this is america it was trent reznor's song of 2018 yeah like trent reznor you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like i'm not saying unfortunately because like i'm glad that someone's doing something but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like where's the rock piece yeah is it you know hip-hop I, mean? I feel like, like hip-hop is, is the new rock now yeah. like that that's most of the music that yeah. the modern music that i listen to mm. is mostly hip-hop now yeah like, i feel like it's yeah, the only genre that's made like i can't tell you any new and by new i mean the past five years rock bands that i'm super super into yeah you know yeah, what i mean like yeah I, I don't know any that have proper got me like going yeah you know what i mean whereas like there's a lot of like yeah. interesting and like raps changed like as much as you've got all these like soundcloud rappers you know talking about the molly and this and that mm -hmm. there's also like weird like rappers that are talking about being depressed and talking about being pissed off and talking yeah, about like yeah. not being happy in a way that it would have been like bands like blink 182 yeah in, in our day yeah it's yeah. just a really weird time for music i think yeah. well hi yeah hip-hop stars are definitely the new rock stars in yeah. terms of like money and like like post malone is Steven Tyler, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is the weirdest phrase ever, but I but understand. Like, um, but yeah, I think that, like there's like one hardcore band that I listen to at the minute from Manchester, they're called Not Loose and they're fucking really good. And like, I don't doubt that there's mint music, but it's all gone completely underground rock-wise, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a, it's a shame because I think there's always, there's always going to be good music. Like, mm. I don't think that good music is just going to stop, but bands don't like record labels don't have the money to invest in new bands anymore no like you look at like like you know like um what's it called festival lineups it's the same fucking old ass bands weird, again and again and again and they're not giving anyone a chance and unless you're already famous you're not getting the money to yeah. produce more music it's very stagnant yeah you know what i mean so all these new bands that are, like trying to emerge they're just getting cut down before they can even show yeah. people what they got the, a lot of the problem is, um, I like studied a little bit about this at uni. I probably I might have mentioned it on the podcast before, but like what you have is like people that can afford to do it for the love of it and make a living mm -hmm. out of it, which is like super bottom level DIY. People that don't aspire to have a lot of money, yeah, um, which is fine. They just want to like make music and like they survive, and then one out of like a, a million of them will get like superstar level, yeah. But what you're missing is like 
nobody has the money to like invest in that mid-level band yeah like because no one can make money from mid-level bands anymore they have to be superstars yeah so yeah. in order to make any money yeah so like there's just like this weird like divide underground or like i keep saying post malone but like underground or no. post malone there's no, <laughs> yeah. like, there's no there's middle, no middle ground yeah like whereas no before meat. there was like yeah. levels of it fucked with nightclubs and it messed up like towards my last year or so at sumo i was like we're playing the same songs that we have for the past six years yeah and like it's not because we wanted to like i'd have like meetings with the djs and stuff and be like what can we do about the music and they'd be like all we've got to fuck with is like bring the horizon we've got a new song coming out in a month like that's the only new song really mm. that we can put in that people are going to know mm. anything else is too underground or it's too poppy like yeah because you are stuck because in a club people want to hear what you know what they know but they also want to like especially in like alternative clubs they yeah. don't want just the same so yeah. you're in a very but there was a good time of like and shikari yeah first came yeah out. that so was a you good could time play shikari you could play you could play Cooper, you could play papa roach would probably like they had like the, they had like then the new stuff like yeah. the newish newer stuff yeah there was like big hitters you know yeah I mean? like i think i feel like the fact that scuzz is gone like that just <laughs> says everything to me because that's how it part like that's the only other thing that you could do back then other than going to town and buy a cd by a band that you never fucking heard before just because the album cover was cool like you could sit in for free and listen to scuzz and like write down like the name of like a cool band or song yeah. wait till the end so it pops up so you could be like oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like you know um and then you could look them up and then um you know like scores and more scores than Kerrang, but scores like was responsible for like getting me into a lot of bands that i never would have heard of otherwise because right. they were like they would play kind of like weird oh yeah stuff. The, yeah yeah the play stuff that you weren't like aware. Yeah. i used to wait for that weird hour where they play like the yeah. sexy environments and videos and yeah shit. i love that yeah, I don't know, it's really weird. Strange, isn't it? Right, call it there yeah. until next time. Should we talk about Tyrant next time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about that next time. <laughs> Thanks, Nat. It's alright, thank you. <laughs>